I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's time to power rank the running backs around the NFL. Most devalued position in all of football. Uh, the franchise tag luck. this year will be $11 million for these guys. Despite the value of the position dropping, you still need a pretty good running back. Or let me say this, a good running back can go a long way. For a team's offense. We start, as always, with the guys that just didn't quite make the cut. The what? The JDQ MTC. Thank you. Number one for me is Jameer Gibbs. Then I got oh! then I got Isaiah Pacheco. Oh. Then I got Joe Mixon. Oh. Then James Conner. Oh. And then Jonathan Taylor, who was hurt for eight games this year, but is still a really damn good runner. Tom, back. we have, I think, for the first time ever, absolutely no overlap in our JDQ MTCs. Well, you only do three instead of five, so. Well, in your face. Uh, okay. Number one, or I guess number 11 for me, Rashad White, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number 12, Kyron Williams, rookie out of L.A. Number 13, I was really unsure where to go with this guy because of the injury, but I could not ignore the talent that I've seen out of him for his entire career, so I put Nick Chubb at 13. I want to assume that if you played out the whole season, he would have been probably top five, if not top three. But you don't know. He went down in week two. And you don't know how he's going to recover coming back from this. I do. He's going to be great. Okay. And you'll see where he is in my list a lot later. Number 10. A long time from now, I'm, I'm assuming. I got the Dallas Cowboy running back, Tony Pollard, checking in at number 10 for myself. He was the last running back to get to 1,000 yards this year. 12 of them did it. He was the 12th one with 1,005 yards, averaged four yards per carry, almost 60 yards per game. Uh, to be honest with you, Tony Pollard last year, fringe top five running back. Yeah. He dropped a bit this Definitely. year. Definitely, especially in, the, in his – it's really disappointing when it was his first year without Zeke. And you thought, okay, there's no Zeke to take away any carries. Let's see the Tony Pollard show. We didn't get that this year. Now, I wonder if part of that is because they just passed the ball. And Dak is a mm. is a passing first quarterback, and they have C.D. Lamb, and you know they throw the ball a lot. Dak had the most touchdown passes in the NFL this year, so that could take away from a running back like Pollard. Uh, Pollard scored a ton of touchdowns just a year ago, though, and he only had like seven or eight this year, including uh, receiving touchdowns. So, bit of a down year for Tony Pollard mm. in Dallas, but still think he's a top ten talented running back in this league, and somebody that maybe Dallas should lean on maybe more next year. Um, yeah as they try to make another run to the playoffs. Before we started taping this episode, we kind of disagreed on the state of the running backs. I actually think it's pretty deep in 2024 going, or 2023 going into 2024. See, it might be deep to you, but like the names, like it's just like, 
Not that I much. I still think that maybe. Not that much okay, star we'll power. Like, All right. My number 10, the guy you had in your JDQ MTC, surprise you wouldn't sink him into your top 10 because it's James Conner. Yeah, James Conner had such a great year. I, I think the best year of his career. Five yards per carry in, in Arizona. Sixth in rushing in the league. Uh, 80 yards per game. Uh, eight touchdowns. He's always, or seven touchdowns. He's always had a nose for the goal line. Yeah, James Conner's been great. And, you know, what's the most impressive about it? Mm. He played 13 games. He missed mm. four games and still had a 1,000-yard season. Yeah, we love to see that, especially out of James Conner, who we think got a bad rep here in Pittsburgh. And Arizona, very interesting case with them because they yeah, get, they if do? they get Marvin Harrison, like, they're run. They are gonna run back with Kyler Murray. I'm pretty confident in if that. If they now. if they don't get a quarterback, they're not even gonna try to get a quarterback. Oh, okay. Because okay. they're all gonna be gone by the time they pick it. Yeah, I guess four. so. Or all the legit ones will mm-hmm. be gone. I bet you they think Kyler Murray's better than Jaden Daniels right now too. Right now for sure. And I bet you they think his potential is still greater than. So they're gonna stick with Murray. They're probably gonna draft Marvin Harrison Jr. because they pick fourth, and all three quarterbacks might be gone in one, two, three. Do you keep James Conner, or is that somebody that you call a team that might need a running back and say, hey, third-round pick, maybe a second-round pick for this guy, Pro Bowl-esque running back, had a great year last year? Come on, you need to run the football. Uh, Hey, you struggled in the red zone last year. This guy's a bowling ball when you get down the red zone. I thought he was a good trade bait last year during the trade deadline for a team that needed running back help. Mm -hmm. Uh, He didn't go. Now I wonder if the Cardinals are just going to say, hey, we could use a stable running presence as mm-hmm. we expect to be a lot better next year, especially offensively, and maybe even a little bit competitive next year. We get six wins or something under our belt. Yeah, I would honestly love that for James Conner just because I think he deserves that kind of chance, and I think he could be a real asset well, to that Well, team. here's the thing I'll say. Yeah. If he's traded, he'll get that chance, too. It'll oh, just okay. be at a different, yeah. like He's going to get traded to be a guy. He's going to be a guy. Yeah, he's I, proven he can I be a guy. I just think Arizona might be a little bit closer than a lot of us than think they, think. they are. Yeah. Than a lot of us do. Okay. Yeah, if defensively might be a different story for them. But they were okay sure. offensively once yeah, Murray, br- when Murray you, came if, back. If you bring in Marvin Harrison to boot, I mean, you got a running back and you got a stud wide receiver. Yeah. And and again, like and I said. And they have uh, the tight end situation is pretty favorable for them too. Like I said too, that off when Murray came back last year, um, offense got a lot better. I mean, they were a yeah. much more competitive team Definitely. on the offensive side of the ball. All right, that was your number 10. My number 9 is a mm-hmm. rookie, mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson. Hey, Tom, we had no overlap in the GDQ and DC, but we have our first overlap here. My number 9 guy, Bijan Robinson. 976 yards in his rookie season, 4.6 yards per carry, 57.4 yards per game. A lot of criticism for our current offensive coordinator for not utilizing Bijan Robinson uh, in a way that people thought he should be used. But I'm actually thinking that we're seeing that more of a trend, not just with Robinson, but around the league with some of these skill position players. You saw it with Gibbs in, in Detroit, too. Didn't use him a lot early in the season, used him a lot more later on. The rookie wall is such a real thing, especially for a position like running back. Mm-hmm. But I just think a lot of these coaches are saying, let's not burn this guy out in September. Take it a little easy in September, maybe. So, therefore, when December rolls around and the college football season's usually done, what he just came from, his body feels, I don't want to say like it did in college because you're still playing more games, but right. it feels better than it could if he had hit the rookie wall. So, the Bijan usage, I think that had a lot to do with, I just don't want to burn my rookie out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, 
you kind of cut your nose off to spite your face there because the Falcons needed to score a lot and all if they would have just gone all Bijan all the time I bet they would have had a, a better record this year yeah very possible I I think that Bijan Robinson could be one of these guys that could be the face of that position in the future it's just well, this year he finally got a chance to really show himself after you mentioned getting very little chances to do so in his rookie year. Your number, oh, we had number yeah, nine. Yeah, had the same number nine. Number, number eight, eight for me is James Cook. Tom, the, we are on a roll. Number eight for me, James Cook. Brother of Dalvin Ow. Cook. Uh, much, are they really brothers? Yes, much better year than Dalvin Cook. Though. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Dalvin Cook, I assume, was top ten for both of us last year, but nowhere to be found this year. Had a big run for the Ravens against the Texans in the playoffs. That's really the only thing That's I all I, I don't even Cook. remember that. Yeah, because it was late in the game. The Ravens were up by like four, mm. 14 points already. <laughs> Uh, James Cook was your fourth leading rusher this year in the NFL. He played all 17 games. He averaged 4.7 yards per carry, 66 yards per game. Uh, only two touchdowns, but that's because Josh Allen takes all the rushing touchdowns for that team for himself, and he hoards them. But the Bills have been so desperate to find an actual threat on the ground aside from Josh Allen, and James Cook was that and then some for them. Um, very optimistic if I'm a Bills fan moving forward. Yes, our window might be closing fast, but at least we have a running game now outside of number 17 just being Superman 24-7. So mm-hmm. great year for James Cook and Buffalo. Huge year, and Huge year for Buffalo big for the to Bills finally to have a guy to run the ball besides Josh Allen. Yep. I mean, the funny thing is we saying, we're saying James Cook had a great year at running back for the Bills. Josh Allen still had 18 rushing touchdowns. That's what I mean. Only two touchdowns on the ground, James Cook. Like It's just mm-hmm. they're vultured by Josh Allen. But 4.7 yards per carry in those 1,122 yards are a godsend. Certainly helps Josh Allen take the load off of his back as a runner. All right, number seven. Number seven. I'm Let's see if we can keep going. We're not going to keep going because you already named this guy. This is where I have Kieran Williams. Okay. Number seven. He played 12 games this past year, and he had 1,144 yards, the third most in the NFL, five yards per carry. He averaged more yards per game than any regular running back in the league this year. Mm-hmm. 95.3 yards per game for Karen Williams. That's four more than Christian McCaffrey per game, just to put it in perspective. Uh, if he had played a full schedule, he might be your rushing champion this mm-hmm. year. Those numbers might have bore it out. Uh, 12 games, those kind of yardage numbers, the 12 touchdowns that he scored on the ground. I just don't know how this guy can't be in your top 10. Uh, He's phenom- right there. Phenomenal rookie right season. And... Uh, a, f- a bright future for that young running back in L.A. And another team with the Rams that are just like, man, we're so – we're Stafford, Donald, and pretty much no one else now. And guys on defense step up. They find a running back in Kieran Williams. They find a wide receiver in Puka Nakua. I mean, they just drafted themselves out of a hole. Really. I mean, yeah, how crazy would it have been? Like everybody if... was saying, the Rams are going to pay the Piper without all these draft picks. They just uh... nailed, like, all these draft picks. How crazy would it have been if Justin Fields, sorry, not Justin Fields, if C.J. Stroud wasn't a thing this year and it'd be Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua fighting each other over Offensive Rookie of the Year on the same team? So that was your... You don't think my... it's crazy at all? I think it is crazy. Puka Nakua... I think it's just an absolute home run of a pick. Would you have given it to Puka over Kyron Williams? Well, no, I would have given it to Puka because I just found out Kieran was drafted in 2022, so he wasn't oh. really a rookie. Uh, but Puka, oh. but the point still remains, though. He was a fifth-round pick in 2022. Yes. The Rams mortgaged their future and are still nailing draft classes. That yep. That's scary. That's, that's McVay. a well that's McVay, McVay and Snead. It's a well-run organization between those two. All right. Uh, your number was- seven is... 
My number seven this is where I have Brees Hall. Didn't even make my JDQ MTC. That's crazy. Because- not really. I mean, not really. He averaged like 58 yards per game. It's not like he was a world beater. But when he was healthy, though, I know he was kind of in and out Played every game. Huh? Played every game. When he was fully healthy, because I know he got banged up a lot. He was a he was a huge asset to that Jets offense. I mean, you pair him along with Garrett Wilson. That's what we were just talking about in L.A. We were talking about it in Arizona with James Conner and the potential addition of Marvin Harrison. That is a deadly duo that you can pair up for a long time between Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. Eh. It's, eh? The, it's the Jets. Okay. All right. And you know what? They're just going to get dragged down by wacko Aaron Rodgers next year anyway. Like, I don't think he's going to be very good next year. Rodgers. I mean, he's going to be better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> that, I, I don't think that's hard to do, right? No, but I just I just don't see him being an MVP and, like, leading the Jets to the promised land. I mean, I thought they would last year, so, you know, I almost fell into the trap. I fell into the trap last year. I'm just not going to do it this year. Just, and mainly, I just don't like the guy. I just think he's, an, he's a you, jerk. No, I mean, that's not... That's not a unique opinion on your part. Nobody likes that guy at this point. All right, number six, right outside the top five looking in. I got Najee Harris. Oh. Oh, I, I love how you're going, oh. I just named him the sixth best running back in I football. Maybe, like, my oh, bias shows. Oh, Maybe my bias shows. Oh, so. God. Look, he had a bad start to the season again, but he finished with over 1,000 yards. He averaged more than four yards per carry for the first time in his career, 4.1. Eight tutties on the ground for Nosh, and he averaged 60.9 yards per game. And outside of Detroit, I'd argue it was the best one-two punch in football. He had to share mm-hmm. the carries. Uh, Montgomery and Diggs, big one. And then Nosh and Jalen Warren was a big one as well as far as the duo. Uh, Mostert and A-Chain, too, was a pretty good mm-hmm. one, too. But Where did, if, if, if A-Chain didn't get hurt, he might be top five. But he got hurt, and I didn't. I mean, Mostert in my top five. Nah, Mostert didn't even make it for me. Let's in the JDQ MDC, even? Nah, he's old. Dude, old. He had, I think he had 18 touchdowns this year. Did he? He most 18 touchdowns, 1,000 yards rushing. <laughs> I guarantee you, you'll find GMs take 15 running backs before they take Raheem Mostert. 18 guarantee touchdowns. You. 18 touchdowns with A-Chain on the team. 18 touchdowns. Five yards per carry. 18 touchdowns, and what did it do for him? Nothing. Lost I mean, in the wild card round. Okay, you're going to blame that all on Raheem Mostert? Why didn't he score 20? We're getting, ahead, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, here. we're not. We're getting behind ourselves because I don't got Mostert even anywhere near my top 15 right. on this list. All right. And my- no other GM does either. Let me talk about Naj for a sec. We're going to talk about Naj when I get Is there. Is he your top five? Is he number five? I'm not going to tell you where, but he's in my top five. That's a little high if he's higher than top five. Oh, I, I admitted maybe my bias Naj- crept in. Let me get to my is number the only six guy. Running back since Alfred Morris to have three straight seasons of a thousand yards rushing to start his career, and he's the only Steeler to ever do that. Okay, you can start now. That's all I wanted to talk about. All right, about my number six guy. This is where I have Travis ATN. Dude, what are you saying right now? I'm picking so much better running backs than you, it's not even funny. Travis ATN, over a thousand yards, four yards per carry. Found the end zone, double digits, and you have to consider it. I mean, actually, you, he had 3.8 yards per carry. So okay, I'm so sorry. I was right. 0.02 off. My mm, mistake. Under four yards per carry. He had an additional 400 plus yards through the air as well. I don't think you can ignore that. Seems like a volume guy. Seems like a guy that's just getting a lot of carries. 
All right. We, yeah, we obviously took very different strategies to this. How do you not have Travis Etienne on your top 10 or even in your top 15? Because he's not a top 15 running back. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Number five, Saquon Barkley. I did not have Saquon in my JDQMTC, so we obviously there's a very... It's obviously that you're just looking at numbers and using that to weigh your... And I'm just having a I lot, actually wasn't. I'm having a lot more nuance in my in my. I actually wasn't going players. off of just numbers. Yeah, you kind of are. I disagree Saquon with that. Saquon Barkley is a top three running back talent-wise still in this league. Uh, dropped him down a couple spots just because of the injury problems uh, that he has had. He missed three games this season. Um, 70 yards almost per game on the ground. Uh, didn't get to 1,000 yards rushing. Would have if he had gotten to 17. Uh, I think Barkley's best asset, too, can be in the passing game. When you dump the ball off to him, I think he is just an absolute monster in the open field. Uh if I was a team like the Texans, if I was a team that wanted a, a not just running back, but a stud playmaker, he's number one on my wish list. I just think that he's going to end up being a giant this next year anyway. Uh, they're going to franchise tag him, work out a deal, whatever. I just don't see Barkley leaving New York. Um, but I still think he's still top five back to me. I think a lot of GMs would take him in the top five as well. All right. My number five guy, you already trashed him. It's Raheem Mostert. <laughs> I mean, 18 touchdowns. What do you you want me to say? Here's what I don't understand. You're saying I only look at stats? Kyron Williams, third overall rusher. James Cook, fourth overall rusher. DeAndre Swift, fifth overall rusher. James Conner, sixth overall rusher. Joe Mixon, eighth overall rusher. David Montgomery, ninth overall rusher. Nowhere near the top of my list. All of those guys. Oh, you don't have DeAndre Swift near the top of your list? No. Oh, God. He's so much better than all the running backs you just named. The ones that you have at the top of your list. Kyron Williams and James Cook and all those guys? Oh, no. You're bad at evaluating running backs. I didn't know my partner was so bad at evaluating running backs. I'm so sorry out there. You start Raheem Mostert. I'm going to start Saquon Barkley. Let's see how that goes. Okay, you're 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 choosing one. That's your five. I'm going five versus five. All right, all right. We already talked enough. We're, Guess I, what my number four is? You're gonna lose your mind. Who is it? Nick Chubb. I mean, that's, that's he's a hundred percent a top five running back still. I I base this off of a 2023 season going into 2024. What were his stats in 2023? Oh, so stats. So we're back to just oh, being about stats. No, I did it. I fell into my own Listen. trap. Going into 2024, key part of but what we you don't just know. said. I do know. He's going to okay. be top five back. I don't doubt it. Listen, Tom, 
I felt really bad. Was it helpful for the Steelers for Nick Chubb to go down in that Monday Night Football game in Week 2? Of course it was. No, I wanted to play him at full strength. I want to beat teams at their best. Or else it doesn't really count. All right, I'll just take a win away for the Steelers then, if that's the case. Thank you. That's the honorable thing to do. But, I mean, at at that moment, you were relieved... But you knew the, the of course league, I was relieved because he's top five running back. Right, the league lost a top five talent. I'm with you. All right, who's your number four? My number four. You already mentioned him. Najee Harris. Huh? Najee Harris. Is there have Jameer Gibbs? He's not a top three running back in the NFL. Like he's great, and I love Najee, and he's number six for me. Top three. I put Najee top three. You think he's the third best back? Right? I mean, it's possible with, well, Nick Chubb, first of all, we had Najee in like our top six, top five last year. So why is it weird for me to lose Nick Chubb, for him to go down with an injury, for Saquon Barkley to not have a healthy season, and for me to move up on Najee? Why is that so insane of me to do? Because there's more running, like there's better running backs in the league than Najee Harris. There are. Now you're making me bash a guy who I have as number six in the league. All right, well, I had Jameer Gibbs at number four, which I don't think is outlandish at all to say right now. Probably not. I mean, he was the second-best running back on his team this year, but yeah. Second-best running back on his team. Come on. You can't really say he was the second. So you're saying to me, forget stats. You're saying to me, you're going off a name. You would rather David Montgomery Montgomery, scored 13 touchdowns last year. You would rather David Montgomery over DeAndre, or or not DeAndre Swift. It's going to be all of my head right now. Because I had Gibbs higher than Montgomery in my my ranking. But I'm just, just, you know, I'm just trying to be a little bit of a jerk. You are being a little bit of a jerk. DeAndre Swift is who I have. I just call you Steve Martin. Jerk. DeAndre Swift is who you I You ever saw that movie? Three. Yeah, I saw the jerk, but you just made a reference to like an 80s movie. And we're. Oh, you can't watch 80s movies anymore? DeAndre Swift is. I just made a reference me. to an 80s movie. All this team does is reference the 70s. Are you done? Can no. I talk about DeAndre Swift as my number Are three? Are we talking about DeAndre back? Swift or Jameer Gibbs here? How about DeAndre Swift was the Lion last year? So the Lions have like three amazing running backs. Yeah, good for the Lions. Within the past three years, uh, you move on from Miles Sanders and you bring in DeAndre Swift, and I think Swift was better than Sanders really ever was for you as an Eagle. So DeAndre Swift to me is number three in the league. Had almost a thousand. So wait, who's yards. your number four? Nick Chubb. I told you. Oh, okay. You put DeAndre Swift as your number three back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's their best back in football. I mean, think about how bad Hurts was in that offense towards the end of the season. Like Swift was their guy. Okay. Who's number three for you, Najee Harris? I put Najee number three. I don't think it's crazy. Like, it's weird to me that you're giving me so much pushback for Najee number three, but you won't accept pushback for Swift at number three. Swift is playing. Yeah, with- I'm not going to hear it. I'm not going to hear right, any of that. Okay. As long as we agree in our top two, which number two there's is no Derrick reason Henry, we shouldn't. And number one is Chuba Hubbard. Glad we agree. Oh, wait, I got the wrong Carolina running back. The, the ex Carolina running back is number one. Oh, Christian. did you mean Deontay Foreman? For naming ex running backs from Carolina, do you mean Jonathan, Jonathan Stewart? Stewart? Uh, 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 no, it's Christian McCaffrey. Is the head and shoulders number one? Let me ask you this. Yeah, before Mr. we end this, before I beat your ass and we end this podcast, <laughs> is the gap between McCaffrey and Henry as big as the gap between Mahomes and QB two? Is like is is McCaffrey so clear no. cut number one Ooh. at running back like Mahomes is at quarterback? 
Because remember a last good week question. we did quarterback and we were like, we're not even going to tease who number one is. It's it's Mahomes. That's could a we have question. done that through this power rank? Could we just been like, we're not even going to pretend that it's anybody else. McCaffrey is so much better. I, I so I guess my answer is the gap is bigger for quarterback. Agreed. I don't see anybody as much as we argued about the Swifts and the Williams and the Gibbs and all these guys. I don't see any of them really ascending towards McCaffrey. And the only one who was ever at that level in Henry is descending away from it. So I think McCaffrey. Oh. Is, so Mahomes no, you, is still the biggest gap. I okay, think. okay, okay. But okay, I do okay. think it's a big gap between McCaffrey and Henry yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. another big gap between Henry and the rest. But I think we're just being. But unf- Henry's getting closer. I to the think pack. we're being unfair to Derrick Henry. Because once again, the oh, guy he's, he's has. A an, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. The guy has an all career. Like, if you look at his. I, I'm not going to do that, actually, because you get mad at me for doing that. No, look at his stats. But look at his numbers, and it's a down year for him. Right, and he finished second in the league in rushing. And he had 12 touchdowns. Uh, he's going to be one of the more popular people to keep an eye on, too, in this offseason. Uh, I'm trying to see if he made the All-Pro team this year. He did not make All-Pro one or two. Uh, easily could have been second team All-Pro. This cannot, I mean, let's put it this, this way, This cannot Tom. be right. He has been a first team All-Pro once in his career. Was that the 2,000-yard season? Was that 2020? No. <laughs> There's no way. Wait, yeah, it was. Okay, okay yeah, okay, it was. Okay, I was looking okay, at the okay. wrong one. Yeah, it was. Tom, yeah, how, even? Tom, how, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's been the best running back in football. Before this year, he's been the best running back in football for five straight years. How has he only been one AP1? Because the league is crazy. Because it's hard to judge running backs, Who's I winning guess. these awards? I don't know. Go back. Can you go back and look? Like, okay, last year, 1,538 yards for Derrick Henry on the ground. 11 touchdowns. 13 touchdowns. You're 13 at touchdowns last year. Finished ninth in the MVP voting. Not even second team All Pro last year. So who was it ahead of him? I don't know. Like 2022 All Pro running backs. It, I bet you McCaffrey had to be one, right? I mean, it was Josh Jacobs, Nick who led Chubb. led the league in rushing, and Nick Chubb was second team. Yeah. Year before that, Jonathan Taylor. And there wasn't even an AP, like a second teamer, which is kind of odd. That is weird that they didn't even do that. And then 2020 is the year he won it because he went for 2,000 yards. Year before that, I mean, it's he was weird, second right? team like All Pro. Yeah, I mean, him it's, only having it's, one All Pro. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He only had one All Pro, one first team All Pro. He's a two time NFL rushing yards leader. He's a two time NFL rushing touchdowns leader. And yet he only has one first team All Pro to show for it. Whatever, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't see how you can argue against it. Tom, he had what many people were saying was his worst year, and he still ran for 1,100 yards, still found the end zone 12 times on the ground, mind you. He still added 200 yards through the air. Obviously, that's not he's not as focused on air yards as he is ground yards, but come on. Makes no sense. Here's here you want to hear you want to know why people are saying this is a down year for him. This is gonna blow your mind. Two years ago, do you remember he got hurt and that was the year the Titans had the number one overall seed and everyone was saying, "Oh, he's gonna come back for that game and the Titans are gonna get him back and then maybe make the Super Bowl." But then he came back. He was clearly still hurt, mm-hmm. right? Do you remember that? Yep. So he played this season in a full seventeen games, ran for eleven hundred yards. This is how good he was on track to be. And that season where he played half the season. He played this year 17 games, 1,100 yards, 12 touchdowns. Tom, 
in 2021, he played eight games, ran for 900 yards, and had 10 touchdowns. So in half the season, the guy ran for only 200 yards less and two touchdowns less. Extrapolate extrapolate those numbers over a full 17-game season. That's another ding, 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 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns on the year for Derrick Henry. We're very outraged about Derrick Henry right now, and I think rightfully so. But I think that's why, to get back to the original argument, that's why I say the gap between Mahomes and the guy who's second in, in second place is much wider just because I, I think we're judging Derrick Henry too harshly. Kieran Williams got the second team all pro this year. Good for him. Pretty good year. Uh, McCaffrey, the first team all pro winner. Uh, yeah, I mean, McCaffrey had almost had, 1,500 rushing yards. He had 300 more rushing yards than Derrick Henry did. Yeah, McCaffrey had. Place. McCaffrey and he missed deserves, the game. McCaffrey missed the game. He deserves to be number one this year. I don't disagree with that. But has there been no doubt who's been the best running back since 2016 since Derrick Henry came in the league? Nope. There's no doubt Derrick Henry's been the number one guy over the entire stretch of that course of his career. Can no we, can we focus it. on that? He 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 ran for 200 yards more in 17 games than he did in the eight games he had in 2021 and scored only two touchdowns more in 17 games, 17 games compared to the 10 he scored in eight games in 2021. Can you wrap your mind around that, please, for me? I can. And the word that comes to mind is first ballot Hall of Famer. That would have been in back-to-back seasons, back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons and 17 touchdowns one year and potentially 20 touchdowns the next year, all on the ground. It's pretty impressive. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. I don't know how much I, more. That's what, but I that's why it. I think we're judging him a little too harshly just because the standard is so high for that guy. Ah, uh, the standard. Uh, and that's where we wrap that, What a great up. bow. You know, you put a bow on it, you say the name of the show, it gets you all excited like in a movie when they say the name of the movie, like in Lethal Weapon when Danny Glover calls Mel Gibson a lethal weapon. You're like, oh, that's the name of the movie! It's, it's like when Leo's in that one movie and he goes, whoop, 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 on the TV. Right there. This is the Steelers standard. Enjoy your weekend. Combine kicks off next week. We'll have a lot of great Combine content for you then. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opperman. This has been the Steeler Standard. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.